ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Norman, I want you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. I'm always honest with you. What are you going I know. About? I know. But like this is, this is about your drug use. Oh, okay. How many coffees a day? Four shots. <laughs> One after the other. Line them up on the kitchen counter and just <laughs> knock them back. <laughs> That's right. Into my mouth, not into my veins. But, yeah, four shots. <laughs> they find their way into your veins. How many do you have? Yeah, I mean, I'm not counting shots, but in terms of, like, beverages, yeah, probably about the same. At least two. Oh, but I'm just talking about coffee. After I've had my coffees, I start on tea. What is it about tea? I feel, I know it's got caffeine in it, but I definitely don't feel jittery after tea. But, I just can't go to sleep. <laughs> oh, well, similar things. Look, um, I, I'm very odd when I go into a coffee shop. I'll ask for, you know, double shot and uh, a pot of tea, please. <laughs> Seriously? You're just yeah, like, sure. it's your chaser. Yeah, yeah, they can't understand it. <laughs> what, what is it giving you? Like, what are you getting from the tea that you're not getting from the coffee? Thirst quench. <laughs> you know that water exists, right? Oh, does it? Oh, well, maybe <laughs> I can think again. Well, um, the reason I bring this up is because this is what today's question is all about on What's That Rash? I'm Norman Swan and I'm coming to you from Gadigal Land. And I'm Tegan Taylor and I'm coming to you from Jagera and Turrbal Land. So what's today's question, Tegan? Jenny is asking, Jenny says, I usually only have one coffee a day, very occasionally a second one, but... On the odd day that Jenny does not have coffee, she ends up with quite a headache. Why? Uh, it's probably one of the commonest causes of headache is caffeine withdrawal. And it's a really weird thing because caffeine is actually an analgesic, a painkiller. And so how come if you have... So there's lots of weird things about caffeine-induced headaches. So I, I get them if I, if I stop coffee cold. Do you, have you ever had one? I... Probably have, but I will say that it's literally anything else apart from caffeine withdrawal because I don't like to admit I'm dependent on things. <laughs> well, here's the weird thing about caffeine-induced headaches is that the half-life of coffee in the average adult's body, in other words, the time it takes for the coffee, the caffeine levels to go down by half, is between three and five hours. So, you know, after six hours, there's very little caffeine left in your body. So the question is, why do you always get caffeine-induced headaches? So this is adding to Jenny's question. Why do you always get caffeine-induced headaches the next day, not the afternoon of your coffee? We're meant to be answering the questions, not adding fresh ones to the mix. Well, I think I've got an answer to this. Okay, well, before we get there, why don't we talk about what caffeine actually is and what it's actually doing in our body? So caffeine um, imitates chemical transmitters in the body. And we have receptors for caffeine-like substances in our bodies, in other words, lock and key mechanisms. And caffeine interacts with one lock and key mechanism or a version of it called the adenosine receptor. Okay, so biology lesson, a little one, very short one from someone who studied biology a very long time ago. Adenosine is sort of part of a molecule called ATP, which is really essential throughout basically you know, every system of the body, lots of different functions. But it also has a role in how sleepy we feel. Yeah, there's lots, there's lots of actions of adenosine, either directly or indirectly. But one of them, and, it's, and there are various versions of the adenosine lock and key mechanism, one of the versions actually controls how relaxed or tight our arteries are. So in other words, whether we're vasodilating or whether we're vasoconstricting. And what caffeine does 
is that it actually blocks the action of adenosine because adenosine vasodilates and it actually causes our arteries to constrict a bit. So what exactly is the link between this adenosine receptor and headaches? Well, the theory is that, well, first of all, caffeine can induce more of these adenosine receptors so that it can actually have a bigger stimulation on the arteries in terms of vasoconstriction. But essentially, if you remove caffeine, the arteries vasodilate and you get this flush of blood to um, the surface of the brain or on the, and the pain centres, which actually can cause the headache. So it's in some ways, you're getting a reactive opening up of the arteries due to the removal of caffeine. That feels weird to me because I would have thought that more blood flow to the brain is a good thing, but you're saying in this case it's the constricting of the vessels that helps ease the pain. Well, now you're getting to the controversy around what migraine is. Oh, and God, a can of worms. It is a can of worms because is there, is there, are there fundamental brain mechanisms going on and all you're seeing with the vasodilation of the blood vessels is a side effect of, of what's actually happening in the brain or is it the blood vessels themselves? And that is not resolved. And some of the drugs used for migraine do constrict blood vessels and they do have an effect. Some of them affect brain function and also have an effect on migraine. Tension headache is not entirely clear what causes tension headache, uh, what the mechanism is, but it could well be that uh, vasodilation is part of it. So you you asked your own question before that you promised an answer to, which is why do you get a headache if maybe the caffeine's exiting your system more quickly than the headache comes on? So how does that play into that? Well, this has not been well researched, but what's likely to be happening is that the caffeine, the half-life of caffeine is in the blood. So if you take your blood and you measure caffeine in the blood and the concentration drops by half in three or four hours and half again in another three or four hours, that doesn't tell you what's happening actually in the body itself. And it's likely that what's happening is that caffeine is attaching to these receptors or other receptors and clinging on for dear life, if you like, and only releasing itself the next day. So in other words, the glue, the chemical glue, is tight enough that it lasts longer than the half-life in the blood. And that's probably the reason is that it's when it starts to come off the receptors the following day, because it can only hold on for so long, that's when the headache starts to emerge. And in some people, it emerges even later than that. There's a lot of variation between people, and some people don't get caffeine-induced headache at all. So it's still in the body, it's still having an effect, we're just not measuring it in the bloodstream, which is why it looks like it's not there anymore. That's right. So what about caffeine as a pain medication? Well, that's the other side of this, which this is, Jenny's question sounds blindingly simple, but it's incredibly <laughs> complicated. Caffeine itself is a painkiller. We know from research that, and trials that if you add, if you've got headache in particular, and you take a painkiller like paracetamol, ibuprofen, or aspirin with caffeine, that in fact the effectiveness of the painkiller is improved. Um, now, some people say those trials have not been particularly well done, but there's reasonable research. There's been a, a systematic review of all the trials in this area, and it looks as though when you add caffeine in the tablet, Uh, to these traditional pain-relieving medications, they are more effective, maybe up to 40% more effective. And there there have been some studies looking at caffeine itself. And when you take caffeine itself, it actually can be a pain reliever. So here's the thing about headache. 
So again, it depends on whether or not you get a lot of headaches or you just get a headache only when you stop caffeine. There is a phenomenon in people who've got chronic headaches, really bad headaches, and they're getting them every day, that in fact they get into a situation where they're taking too many painkillers. And the painkillers themselves, and it's not fully understood why, are causing the headache. And it's called analgesic-induced headache. So you, you get into this vicious cycle. You start off with some headaches, and you start taking your paracetamol or, or other drugs. And you keep on taking them. And when you stop them, you get, a, you get your headache back. But in fact, the treatment for the headache is actually to stop the painkillers. And it's possible that caffeine-induced headaches are actually a form of analgesic-induced headaches. Similarly, if you're taking too much paracetamol or too much ibuprofen for your headaches... This stuff is mysterious. It, yeah. Is it not just um, dependency, though, like a drug dependency? We hear more about it in illicit drugs like opiates and that sort of thing. But does your body not just build up a tolerance to it and then just need it to, to have like a base level? Yes, that's, um, that's – so a, any addictive process pretty much, you take the drug and your body responds, particularly if it likes the drug – to creating more receptor sites for that drug. So if it's heroin, if it's tobacco, if it's nicotine, if it's caffeine um, or other drugs, then the body multiplies the receptors for that because it wants more of the stimulation that it gets from the drug or more of the action it gets from the drug. So the problem then is you've got to fill more and more of these receptors. So if you go back... 20-odd years of my life, I probably was happy with one shot a day, but now I've got to have four shots a day because I've got all these caffeine receptors that, that have grown uh, with me. And if I was a smoker, I would have nicotine receptors that have grown. And if, when, you, when those drop, in some drugs, you get really bad craving. So you get really bad craving from nicotine. Um, and actually, what I get with caffeine withdrawal is not so much headaches. Is that Some mornings, I just feel not very good until I've had a coffee. And then when I've had a coffee, I feel great. Well, that's dependency. If someone like Jenny isn't, isn't aiming to stop caffeine altogether, but doesn't want to have it every day, are you sort of doomed to having a headache every second day? I don't know whether or not caffeine-induced headaches start to disappear, but I would imagine that if you reduce your caffeine intake over a period of time, the intensity of headaches and frequency of headaches will go down as well. I mean, the other mystery here speaking of which, of reducing your caffeine intake, is why don't we talk about tea-induced headaches? Yeah, we love to hate coffee, but we don't really talk about tea or energy drinks very much. No, well, let's talk about tea. I mean, there are lots of, there are lots of benefits from tea. Tea's a good substance. It's a health-giving food for all sorts of reasons for what's contained in particularly black tea. Like antioxidants, that sort of and, thing. Antioxidants, flavonoids and, and what have you. But why don't we talk about tea? I found one paper... Um, where they talked about Ramadan-induced headaches, so that it's quite common for people in Ramadan to get headaches. Now, this could be dehydration, but it also could be in some cultures, uh, such as, say, Pakistan or Muslims in India, tea drinking, and because they drink large numbers of cups of tea, probably more than I do, and therefore they may well be getting headaches from tea withdrawal. And um, some people argue that you should just have a hit of caffeine before the sun rises so that you can get through the day before the sun goes down. Yeah. So basically, in summary, what I'm hearing is caffeine can help you get rid of headaches, but it can also give you headaches. Uh, stopping drinking coffee can give you a headache and then drinking coffee will cure the headache. 
Um, my eyes have gone crossed with that <laughs> response there. But it the, just the, feels like a, a loop. It, it, it is a loop. It, it, it works both ways. So the, the, the answer is if you get a caffeine-induced headache, there is a simple solution. Have a cup of coffee. Um, if you don't like your caffeine-induced headaches and you're getting a lot of them, then you might want to slowly cut down on your caffeine. If you get bad migraine or bad headaches independent of your caffeine intake, you might want to think about uh, buying over-the-counter a caffeine-containing painkiller such as paracetamol or aspirin or ibuprofen because it is an analgesic which can help. But you've just got to be careful with your painkillers for headaches because you just don't want to take too much of them too often because then the painkillers themselves could be the problem. I feel like that's what I said, but you just said it more doctorally. Yeah. Well, why don't we let the audience judge? Give us a mark out of 10. Oh, yeah. Tell us uh, what your caffeine intake is, or if you've got a different health question, you can ask that one too, I guess. Uh, go to ABC Health at Instagram. That's at ABC Health. Send us a DM, or you can send us an email. That rash at abc.net.au. Look forward to hearing from you. We're getting lots of questions from you, and they're terrific questions, and we will work through them here on What's That Rash? But for now, I think it's time for a coffee break. (laughs) See you next week.